0: And welcome to episode nine, nine. of Chewing the Fat uh, with me, Phil Cobbley. And me, Adam Furman. Who, bless him, is feeling a little under the weather today, aren't you?
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, when you have a child who mixes with lots of other children, mm. they unfortunately infect the parents. <laughs> but it's not the vid. No. So it's not the COVID. It's... Yeah, it's definitely not COVID. No,
0: no, I'm safe. I'm safe, safe yes. <laughs> right next to you. <laughs>
1: yeah, have had that pleasure on Christmas Day. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Despite being uh, vaxxed? Yeah, triple triple vaxxed. Triple vaxxed. Um, all my lap flow tests were negative, but my PCR test was positive. And to be honest, I didn't feel any different. Family's all okay, though? Yep, family's all good. Yeah. yeah, my wife and child didn't get it.
0: Mad. Mad! Oh, well. Yeah, I'm gl- well, I'm sorry
1: that you're feeling under the weather, but, yeah. <laughs> but hopefully we we'll get through this episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll blitz through. We'll we'll blitz do we will. Through. And, been, um, um, yeah, <laughs> and obviously it's been a while since we released the last podcast. Um, it has been. We had to sort of coordinate with today's guest. We did. Um, so it was a bit of a delay for that, and um, you've been teaching in your new, new role. I have, I have. So not many people, uh, well, some people know, but it's
0: not been announced uh, kind of officially yet, yeah, but by the time this comes out, it'll probably be yeah out there. So, but yeah, I, I start a new role with uh, Control F uh, with Kevin Mansell and, and the like, mm-hmm. whom I've been working with for the last couple of years anyway. And yeah, now their new digital learning manager.
1: Congratulations. Yeah, and thank you. Around. Thank you. Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kevin's a lovely guy. Yeah. He, um, he is fantastic. Has he been on this pod? He um, has. What was it? Episode three? Plan? It was three. Uh, yeah. Three. Yeah. Around training and certification. That's wasn't it? it. So, um,
0: yeah, so that's that's really exciting. But you're right. I've been teaching the last two weeks, yeah. um,
1: which has been it's been really fun. But I'm also knackered. <laughs> yeah, and I've sort of been up and down the country visiting customers. And um, yeah, it, I put a post on LinkedIn. It never fails to amaze me the the brilliant work that's being done and the, the pressure. It's just the sheer amount of devices.
0: Yeah,
1: it's um, it's getting more and more, isn't it? Yeah. And um, it's quite interesting hearing how different police forces are tackling it. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's good to get out there, and um, obviously we're both ex-law enforcement, so mm. it's nice to still be in that world. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I was, it was really nice, kind of um,
0: catching up with some of the students and stuff the last couple of weeks. Like actually, an in-person training class which yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Um, but so many, so many new, fresh faces as well. So many yeah. people kind of coming out of uni. Um, what I've noticed is a lot more people coming out with actual digital forensic degrees. Mm-hmm. Rather than doing digital forensics after doing a generic generic computing degree, or yeah. something so um, so that's really really exciting. So, um, and so kind of getting them hands on and yeah 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 good fun good fun. Um, but but uh, we have got a very busy show. We have um, yeah this yeah this week um, we've uh, we've got our special guest. Um, We're we'll, happy to announce is uh, Alex Caithness from CCL. Um genius. Absolute genius. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, fantastic bloke, uh, great guy. Um, really, really smart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah smarter well. than me. Yeah. Um yeah, just kinda of like mind blowing, like, oh my god. <laughs> I wish I was that clever. Um so so yes, we've got we've got that uh to come. Um so hopefully you enjoy that. We've got a lot of industry news as well. We have,
1: yeah. Um it's literally exploded. It has.
0: Um I, I remember you commenti- commenting commenting but while we were waiting for this show to come on, like yeah. messaging me, just like there's so much, I don't have time to read it all, how know. do these people do this?
1: <laughs> I know, the only thing I can assume is that people spent a lot of time with family oh. over Christmas and then just, yeah. you know, hid in their office and did a lot of research. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, get away from the family after yeah. so long with the family, that's it. So um, but yeah, there's been so much going on and and I think we've only been able to really
1: yeah scrape the surface. We have, yeah, we're definitely not going to um, be able to cover it all, but yeah. We, sort of handpicked some of the ones that have stood out to
0: us. That's it, yeah, a couple, of, a couple of fun ones. So the the first one we just wanted to mention on the industry news side of things, um, and this was from Hacker News, um, and that's the, the, I don't know if you read about this or heard I about Oh, I haven't, right. So Microsoft mitigating a record-breaking, get this, 3.47 terabit per second DDoS attack yeah. on Azure customers. A packet rate of 340 million packets per second. I mean that is a hell of a DDoS. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they've, they've managed to mitigate it. Yeah. I, I mean, if that isn't great advertising for their Azure portal and and the yeah. platform, like I don't know what it is. Um, Three point four seven terabits per that's second.
1: Not, that's not bad. That's absurd. Bad. Oh, the,
0: the computing power. The oh, network power. Crazy. It, it mad. Mad. Um, so yeah, so that's that was quite an interesting read. So go and have a check of that one out. Um, also, one that I thought was really interesting that I kind of spotted early and had a very quick read through, um, using graphic card fingerprints to identify web users.
1: Yeah,
0: you can actually get an identifier. It's almost like the, the power of uh, being able to identify devices by their power signatures. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this is a, a way of identifying individual computers to lip, lip kind of identify individual users effectively. Yeah, that is through the crazy. signatures and fingerprints left by their graphic card when they visit web pages and absolutely crazy i mean yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> terrifying <laughs> um so so yeah there you go um another one to have a read of i would suggest yeah. um i think that's quite interesting i think that'd be really interesting from a um forensics perspective not just in general yeah. just kind of see how that works so especially in sort of the CSAM mm. area exactly yeah. exactly um could be a very powerful investigative tool. Yeah, fairness. Um, oh, could you imagine the the authorities you'd need to kind yeah. of do all that? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be that'd be quite a big application. <laughs> that would, that would, and the, the judge would, the magistrate would, no doubt, be like, "What? Yeah, but, <laughs> you, but, you want to do what, does this does this what even <laughs> <laughs> You want to do what now? Um, but yes, well, so I'll put the link in in the the, the comments um, as always. Um, Andrew Rathbun, who we had on the show in episode eight last time, Um, he's been busy as always. um, And he's released another... Have you done your homework? I have. I have. Ah. And yes, he he would have seen me on GitHub. I did the kind of went on the repo started doing some forking and kind of yeah. changing and and he accepted the changes and kind oh, okay of, yeah is it yeah it's really cool. Well, you've and then, been a good boy. I <laughs> <laughs> I did I did what I was told. I didn't do it before Christmas. I did it between Christmas and New Year, oh, okay. so it was a little bit late. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did do it and uh, and then he asked me to when I corrected some of the changes that were purposeful like spelling errors and stuff yeah. to make sure you can do it. Um, he then messaged me and asked if I could then create a new fork to then add some new mistakes to then re... Uh, okay, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, by and well, not fork, branch, um, and then kind of uh, merge that back in so then the next person can then correct the mistakes I put in. And I added a little counter that people can add so that every time they make changes, they can increase the counter so we can see how many. Yeah. So I thought that was quite cool. Um, but yeah, so, so uh, we, I digress. <laughs> 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 um, so Andrew has been really busy on GitHub. He's done a load of repos, um, uh, and he's created a new one called the DF- DFIr Artifact Museum, uh, which I thought was actually really cool. And effectively, what he's done is he's broke, uh, got a repo of a number of folders. Each of the folders have um, a different, or relate to a different uh, OS. It's a different operating system in each one, and the um, idea is that we kind of looking at storing and categorising all of the commonly found artefacts yeah. from all of those operating systems, kind of like the, um, is it the NSIL yes. um, hash set, but actually having the artefacts there in their native form on the repo. Um, so they can be hashed, they can be referenced and also if, if for instance Microsoft end up building a new kind of Version or a new update, which then removes certain artifacts. Yeah, we've still got still got access to the old. Yeah, yeah, the, the access. So, um, so yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, kudos um, to Andrew again. Absolutely. So yeah, if you if you're kind of interested in, in getting involved and contributing to that, then go and have a look because anyone can contribute yeah. to it. So it's a yeah, uh, open public repo. So that's cool. Um, then uh, Brian Maloney, um, has also done some work on OneDrive forensics uh, and working with some others to build like a GUI kind of tool that allows you to effectively uh, rebuild and kind of restructure OneDrive folders and directories yep. uh, which is pretty cool. Um, so go and have a read of that one. Um, then the next thing on the list, uh, Josh, yes, Josh Hickman, yeah. he
1: has been Busy, he has. Yeah, <laughs> it's like every week he's been releasing something. And because we're recording the pod, mm-hmm. he'll release
0: something tomorrow, It'll won't he? <laughs> it will. It will no <laughs> doubt release something tomorrow or today this afternoon. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um,
1: just 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 so that we can maybe he's it. dropped an air tag on us. M- maybe he has, and he knows that when we're together, we're recording the pod, and then he goes ha, 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 release. Like, oh, you know what? That might be a thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> check your bags. <laughs> so yeah, obviously one of the articles is on Android Air. So, Apple AirTags, but mm. what artifacts remain on an Android device? Yes. So, yeah. um, I think he planted one on his wife? Yes. Well, I think she knew about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forget myself there. Disclaimer. Josh is not stalking his own wife. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, we're not editing that out. <laughs> no. We're Funny enough, I have told my wife that she's going to be fitted with an AirTag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cause I, I, on the back of what Josh has done I want to do some more tests myself around it on iOS sort was, of side was she okay with this or was she yeah she was fine yeah. she said she was... that she leads a very uninteresting life of dropping a child off at nursery going to work yeah. repeating that process ten hours later and so <laughs> you encourage her to have a more exciting life just for yeah. a couple of weeks
0: or something Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go somewhere and don't tell me yeah. where you're going to go and, and we'll try and work it out later yeah
1: yeah, make so, it a bit of a mystery of it. But yeah, so I I blame Josh for that. Yeah,
0: but um, well, like, he does he does kind of uh, get you curious, doesn't he? He you does. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> yeah. But um, yes, yeah, so the, the tags uh was one. We've also got the snooping on Android 12's privacy dashboard. As yes. Well. Um, and you you've had a read of that one? Haven't you? I the have. Dashboard. Yeah,
1: um, a great article. Mm-hmm. Um, really. And in relation to today's guest, all of sort of. The artifacts that remain are all in binary format. Yeah, um, which Alex has wrote a script for, which I believe Josh used to yes. decode that information. So, and um, yeah, and I think we'll, we'll talk about it.
0: At the a but isn't didn't he work also with Briggs? And that's yes. now in a leap, it right? is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fantastic example of the yeah, community, community coming together. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all these great minds, kind of just kind of working together. So, um, but yeah, we'll link out to those from Josh because they are. As always, with Josh, detailed, mm. amusing. And Josh, I, I even like the fact that you put a, a Bluey gif on there. Anyone <laughs> with children will know what Bluey is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. <No. laughs> but to be honest, even without children, if you watched it, mm. you'd enjoy it. It's on Disney Plus. Is it, are, you, are you trying to say something about me? <laughs> i got a simple it's, child's mind. Doesn't no, it? <laughs> it's, it's one of those cartoons that there's something in the background for. Adults. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. These D- are very good for that. Yeah. Very good for that, aren't they? Um, okay. Maybe I'll check it out. I
0: don't know. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll wait till I'm like uh, babysitting my godkids or yeah. something, and, and use that as a, an excuse. Yeah. That's a good um, idea. Yeah. Or
1: when, when you're feeling rough, when you've caught this cold from, or you mean next week, yeah when I'm like just broken. <laughs> Messaging you. What did you do? You infected me. But you'll be happy because you'll be watching Bluey. <laughs> yeah.
0: I do I do actually have surgery next week. Um, so I'm actually going to be like working from home for a couple of weeks. There you go. So, yeah. But if I'm going to be I, I don't want to be ill. <laughs> <laughs> no. We I mean, in bed, not
1: able to really move from surgery mm. and I'm going to be like ill as well. That's going to yeah. be horrible. <laughs> wow. Well, if you are, I will have to send you the Moana gift. No. Yeah. What can I say? Except you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we're friends. Um... <laughs>
0: and we're up against time. So we are up against yeah. time. We are. Um, in fact, yes, we need to. We need to hurry. Um, okay. So, very quickly, last uh, few bits. Um, Kevin Pagano, um, who does all the Start Me page and yeah. things like that. Um, he has done some articles on Firefox.
1: now. Yeah, really? he released free, um, yeah. brilliant articles retweeted them from our Twitter account. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll share links to all three of those, but yeah. Fantastic. Brilliant work. Um, so well done, Kevin. Um, there
0: was, oh, um, Joshua James, DFIR Science. Yeah. So he's done some work on TriHackney. Um, if no one's heard of it, uh, it's, well, hopefully you have, but if you haven't, um, it's a really great site for learning skills, mm. things like a lot of pen testing, um, a lot of kind of...
1: Um... Did, did you see what else Josh has been up to? No. Let me see if I can find the link. He basically pulled apart a TV show that was using forensic tools. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. Live research on the show here,
0: uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, while you're doing that, yes, I'll talk about this article. So, um, yeah, so try hack me. It's a website uh, you can go on. You can learn all sorts of different things around pen testing and, and kind of blue blue team, red team type of things. Um, and a few criminal minds. Bits. Oh, Sorry, right. criminal okay.
1: minds. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, he um, reacts to the episode of Criminal Minds. Oh, so kind of one of those. It doesn't
0: happen like that. Yeah. Kind of things. Yeah. Uh,
1: like every cop show on TV. But yeah, all, all of the stuff Joshua does, I love. And yeah. he's, he's got one of those therapeutic voices. He's got very good voice yeah. for it, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very calming, very soothing. Yeah. He should maybe like do audible books or
0: something. Yeah. Should, you know, uh, I'm going to put that out there. Yeah. He, should, he should do some of that. Um, but yeah, so on Try Hack Me, he's done, um, uh, one, a, created a room on there. Uh, and it's an intro to Windows Registry Artifact Analysis, yeah. which is really cool. Um, so go and check that out if you're doing any Windows forensic work. I want to learn a little bit more about registry stuff, Um, good as a refresher or someone who's brand new to the industry. Um, The Incidental Chew Toy. Yes. Um, So uh, it's basically released uh, Decrypting Secret Calculator Vault, um, another calculator vault app, um, but done a really nice breakdown um, of the investigation for it. Um, uh, and basically kind of shown kind of how to find the pins mm. and the codes and various yes. other stuff, so really yeah. great article. And I mean. it's now been integrated with Alexis as well. It has indeed, yeah. it has indeed, so that's now on the,
1: the leaps um, um, Leap but, family. But yeah, the Incidental Tutor has done quite a few articles now, so mm. we'll link out to them, because um, all of them are very thorough. You know, Absolutely. bit analysis. like your maths homework, mm-hmm. thorough explanation, shows, um, are shows are
0: working, yeah. Yeah, really, really nice. So um, go and have a check of that one. Um, then Forensafe, we do Artifast. I don't know if anyone's used that at all. Um, I remember testing it, actually, for um, some uh, for mobile and, and MSAB. Did I test Yeah, we both, we tested, both tested it. it yeah, we did, we? Yeah. Um, yeah. so, yeah, because we were using some of the open images, weren't yes, we? Yes, we were, yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, so Forensafe released an article on investigating Cortana, mm. which, I mean... I don't know about you, but I turned Cortana off straight away because I, I like the Halo League. I uh, love the Halo, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Cortana and Halo brilliant. I like the idea of them bringing her into Windows. That yeah. was quite cool, but execution poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you want to investigate Cortana, Cortana if anyone if anyone leaves it, it on, yeah, yeah. Um, then then yeah, there's a nice article by uh, Artifast on that one uh, for safe, Sorry, um, uh, the next. Article We're going to be talking about uh, with Alex anyway uh, on his Android ABX binary XML files. Yep. So so we'll we'll leave that one. Um, uh, And that was another um, collaboration. Uh, And then we've also, I just wanted to put in, um, it's very UK specific this one, um, but the Forensic Science Regulator uh, has published in the UK uh, proposed kind of statutes Kind of legislation and codes um, well bringing the codes for digital forensic work yep. into and all, I think all forensics actually um, into legislation so then it gives them powers to be able to then enforce various yeah. things um, so that's out for comment. so the draft has been released yeah
1: and the deadline is the 11th of February yeah so, so if you
0: haven't seen that yet um, please do go and take a look at that if you're in UK law enforcement, yeah. forensics, whatever Um, and do comment on it because that's going to have a big impact moving forward I might actually share that on LinkedIn I think that's going to be a good one to share yeah Um, uh, and lastly um, I just saw this this morning yeah I just thought it was really quite fun Uh, so Forensic Forecast done a little music video (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we didn't start DFIR yeah it's. I've listened to it. It's very good. It is. I. I love what they've done with the emojis. Yes, the faces. Yeah. Um, really, really clever. And it's. I just kind of. I've still got it in my head. Yeah, I've got it in my head. Kind of really yeah. catches. What's it? A wormhole? Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, it yeah. yeah. So it's it's in so, there. But yeah, we'll, we'll share that on Twitter so it yeah. gets in everyone else's ears. Exactly. Exactly. It's really really good. So just had to include those for a bit of fun. <laughs> Um, oh, you're not going to play, it, are you? No, no, I'm not no, going to okay, play. It. I'm okay, just going to okay. share okay. it to Twitter. No, fair enough. Okay. You, you, you're busy doing live stuff already. Yeah, yeah, you are. Know, you are on it. You <laughs> might, you might be ill, but you are sharp still today. Yeah. So fair play. I'm, I'm expecting you to crash this afternoon. I probably will. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. On that note, uh, we'll draw the intro to a close. To draw the news to a close, uh, and let's go and.
1: Have a chat with Yeah, why like. people are actually here, they yeah. want to hear Alex. <laughs> um, had a lot of people request Alex to be on the show, so we're very glad that he accepted. Yes, very, very um, glad. And um, yeah, let's see what Alex has got to say. Cut it to Alex. <laughs>
0: And just like that, we're back <laughs> yeah. um, with a guest. Yeah, with our very special There's guest. more intelligent than us. Alex this <laughs> he's waving. For those who are listening on Spotify, he just waved. Yes, I feel special. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and Alex has taken the day off. He, he worked today for this has.
0: podcast. Yes, feel very, very honoured uh, that you've taken it because you've obviously taken it off purely, purely for the, purely, purely, for CS. this, for you and the listeners of US <laughs> at home. <laughs> okay. but welcome alex thank you ever so much thank for coming you. um it is it is a pleasure to have you with us um how are you doing today
2: P- pretty good to it's a day, day off for this particularly so that's that's nice to know that i'm not having to go back to python whatever it was i was doing yesterday uh straight away after this so uh,
0: yeah, that's all good Oh bless you, bless you. Well thank you for taking the time. Um we, we yeah we really we've been really excited to, yeah. to have you here. Lots to talk to you about, lots to ask you. We're gonna grill you for the next kind of thirty, forty minutes. <laughs> you know, drain all your your knowledge out of you, kind of soak it dry. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's consent. You have my consent.
2: <laughs> Please proceed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah just I'm just going to email a little thing. If you could just digitally sign that, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like a waiver sure, disclaimer. Sure. <laughs> um, awesome. Um, right. Well, for those of you who, I mean, I think most of the listeners will will actually know of you. If don't, if not know you, um, kind of, you, you've done a lot for the industry, and we'd love to hear a little bit more about it. For anyone who, who isn't aware, um, but could you give us like a little bit of an intro as to kind of who you are you mean it depends on what persona you want to have today <laughs> <Sure>. but uh, <laughs> like uh, you're kind of who you are in like the forensics world and we we how you got here and what it is that you actually so do. so I
2: um, work for CCR solutions group CL forensics depending on which part of the company you're talking about uh, I'm <laughs> uh, my official title is principal analyst but I don't really know what that Means, uh, <laughs> I guess it means I have principles, <laughs> um, uh, and, and I work in the R and D department. Um, my background before that was that I wasn't—I uh, wasn't an analyst um, in the mobile side, the, the real forensic side, doing the proper work, the difficult stuff. Um, shots fired. <laughs> PC unless It's going to be like
0: that isn't it It's going to be like that
2: So Um, uh, so I did that for a few years uh, and I joined uh, CCL about six months before the first iPhone came out so in terms of getting into that side of the industry it was like a really really fortuitous uh, time because um, not to buy into the Jobsian cult of personality it it changed everything about that side of of the technology and therefore everything about what we did um yeah but but even before we we really saw saw that that sort of um second wave of smartphones um when i was looking at stuff um coming out of the tools um xry (laughs) 3.4 i think um (laughs) that was my weapon of choice um uh uh, we, we were seeing stuff that was that was being extracted from the phones that that wasn't being processed by the tools. So stuff like on a, yeah. um, a six. So
1: did you use the love? Did you use the love? Exact. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, to, to me, it was the FTK image. I, lo- I, I
2: loved exact. Uh, that was my. That was. Yeah. for And that was my. Hex uh, viewer of choice for uh, a long, a long time. Uh, far after it sort of got relegated into the installation folder without getting an icon, um, <laughs> I knew it was still there, though. So, so I, was, I was using that for, for a good, good while. After that yeah, no. I, I...
1: Make sure you make sure you always keep a copy of Exact. Right? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, you can't open the latest files. though. no, no, no it's, but...
2: it's a shame. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, <laughs> I love that. But but we, we so I think I think the thing that that sort of started the cogs wearing in terms of the r&d side of things was um uh, we were getting webcash from series 30 uh, sorry series 40 rather than nokia's like a uh 6230i i think it was this particular <laughs> uh, uh phone um decent La- last good one nokia made blah 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 um and we were getting images coming out of this and in this particular case these images were of interest and, and ooh, but we had no way to provenance how they got to the phone. So we started reverse engineering the Nokia webcache um, format, yeah. and, and we were able to then show, not just the URLs, but actually rebuild the web pages as they were um, seen by the user, and it put a very different slant on it. And it was at that point I, was, I, I realized that the tools were only going to give us what the tools could give us. And yeah. if we were going to do uh, a thorough job, then we were going to have to plug some gaps. And at the time, yeah. um, the, uh, the CEO was not into the idea of having an R&D department, so we kind of did it stealth, a few of the analysts, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> a manager who saw the value in it. Um, and then about sort of nine months on, when we were tendering for some more work, uh, there was a lot of big talk about how great our R&D was, and then suddenly there was a department. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, and and sort of uh, I transitioned from sort of doing half and half casework and, uh, and and R and D and then moving on to to doing uh, R and D primarily and a lot of that was just sort of sat in the lab acting as sort of third fourth line support um, and that was that yeah. was the, the the bulk of my job for for years and years um, we, we built something along the lines of thirteen hundred Python scripts to to fill in <laughs> gaps from from the various tools, whether that was getting stuff back from dumb phones or apps that weren't supported. Because obviously, the the the, the, um, the mainline tools weren't um, necessarily doing a lot with the apps early on because that wasn't seen as the primary focus. Mm. But um, we were we were constantly sort of plugging that gap. Um, and obviously, the tools caught up and and, and, and then we had that yeah. built in there. But um, yeah, and, and now the work's a little bit more varied in terms of sort of doing larger, projects, building larger tooling, um, doing paid research
0: and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, and talking of the, the tooling and stuff, I mean, you, you've, there's a couple of tools that um, I know we kind of use over at control f and stuff and, and kind of demonstrate, which you've been very much instrumental in, in developing, isn't there, I you, think, uh, like the likes of Ribbon.
2: Yeah, Ribbon as, as it was, rabbit hole now. Uh, yeah. yeah. And
1: I, I don't know if you've heard it on the pod before, but I remember you showing me Ribbon mm. when I came to CCL for a pilot course and it was before it was released. And I remember you telling me back then I wanted to call it rabbit yes. <laughs> uh, And, um, to, to be honest, I ended up getting that license in my old police force. Sure. Um, and yeah, it's my go-to tool. Great. Yeah.
2: I mean, that, that was, that's really, um, uh, my sort of labor of love uh, and I'm very fortunate that I'm able to to continue developing it as sort of part of my my role. Um, new versions just just come out with a bunch of uh, new support and actually the version after that's gonna come out sooner than I thought because um, I've just found a bunch more stuff to do with the stuff that I added. That now, na- yes. and, and, and indeed the ABX uh, support, uh, I, my development version is already in there now. Um, yeah, so, so Rabbit Hold is uh, it's a, well, fundamentally, it's a, it's a data viewer, um, s- uh, but it supports lots of different formats all at once. Um, so you've got views for all of the stuff that you expect to see, XML, JSON, uh, SQLite, of course. Um, but then also has stuff um, for other uh, formats that are sort of less supported by tools, so stuff like um, uh, well, protocol buffers are a bit more supported than now, but they weren't when we when we released yeah. it. Um, Java mm-hmm. serialization, flat buffers, the various Chrome um, formats, level DB-based uh, formats. Um, uh, uh, but you can kind of shift your way through it. So if you see like basics that are embedded in, in, a, in a JSON file, you can right-click on that take that out look at an hex view oh it's compressed okay we'll decompress that oh it turns out to be yeah. another json file inside the json file <laughs> you know, you know, that, that's sort of going down the rabbit hole it's the name that i wanted yeah. to use in for the whole time um <laughs> uh, yeah and, and because i really like i really like file formats <laughs> so um, <laughs> um <laughs> and, 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 and and i was i wanted to build viewers that were sort of a bit more forensically minded uh, you know made sure that you could talk with confidence about where the data was. So yeah. little things mm-hmm. like when you're somewhere in the JSON structure you can say okay well this is my path to this point in the JSON structure so you can always talk about where it was know, make sure yeah. when you're looking at level DB stuff you know in what file that record came from, what offset, whether it was compressed, all that kind of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily get from a non-forensic view for, the, for these yeah. things. Um, yeah. And then also trying to build in a lot of the reporting stuff as well to make sure that it's actually quick to get data
0: out. Um, yeah. um, that's kind of a big, yeah. big part of it. Um, it's, it, it, I mean, it's a fantastic tool. Yeah. Um, I, I must confess, I, I wasn't aware of it until I started doing the work with Control-F and, and working with Kevin and so on, um, and then kind of sitting on and then now teaching some of the mm-hmm. courses where we use Ribbon and obviously now Rabbit Hole. Um, I was just kind of so impressed with it. Yeah. Um, and I remember we had, we had um, one of your colleagues from CCL actually on one of our courses not so long ago. Yeah. Um, And most people we introduce Ribbon to, um, kind of like we show them on rabbit holes. Well, it was Ribbon then. Back then it was Ribbon. Um, uh, And uh, I think the rabbit hole stuff was just coming out but hadn't yet got there. Um, And I remember we we normally show people the, the tools and stuff and along with some other tools and then they do some scenarios and then they get to pick which tools they use during the scenarios. And then a lot of people go with some of the others because they're not familiar with it. And I just remember one of your colleagues coming on and was going, Well, I use Ribbon every day, all the time. So I'm just gonna use yeah. that for everything. And it was it was really cool. It was like going, well, you can actually you can actually use it to do that? And it's like yeah, 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 I'll show you how to do it. I learned
2: so much, <laughs> uh, yeah. This, 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 this is why I'm currently writing the training course. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> Did Alexis reach out to you? Because I told him about the software, yeah. and I think he was going to reach out to you, and I said, I'm sure Alex will look after
2: yeah, you. No, he's, he's, he's got, uh, I think he's got a link to a trial version now and, uh, and has looked at all Brilliant. the videos and stuff, yeah. Absolutely. Great stuff.
0: But, yeah, but any, anyone who's listening isn't familiar. And it's not it's, – this isn't a commercial plug. But no, no, we'll, we'll check the link out to um, the latest video that's been put out. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because, uh, yeah, it is a really, really powerful tool. Um, and so lightweight as it, well. It's,
2: it's, the, it's the tool that I, I, I – Almost every tool, everything I build is entirely selfish. Um, it, it's the, it's the stuff, that I, the stuff that I
0: want. <laughs> At least you're honest Yeah, about. it's, it's the stuff I want.
2: A lot of the features in there were only put in there because I wanted them. Like there's a feature where if you decode an epoch time, there's a generate code button and it gives you the code to decode that in Python, C sharp, and SQLite. So you don't have to remember yeah. all the formulas. You can just sort of copy and paste it out of there. That's just for yes. me, I'll be honest. Uh, if you find, <laughs> if you find it useful, that's great. But. Um, that was that's that's purely for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, there should be a menu button on there, just like Alex's yeah. stuff. <laughs> it's like yes, yeah, yeah. You can get you can get that on like the pro version. the yeah. <laughs> I
2: have to I have to admit, and I'll, I'll, I'll say that I'll say this now that the the person that. Uh, wanted to change the name, it's no longer with the company. There was a command line switching ribbon. If you ran it with dash dash old school at the command line, it would change the name back to Rabbit Hole. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. There's nice. the Alex. There,
0: there's the Alex <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so, so I mean, from all your years in, in, in digital forensics and all the R&D and all that kind of stuff then, I, are there any other, like, and don't, you don't have to answer this <laughs> this is going to put you in a weird position, but are there any like tools of preference that you have, like things that you kind of like to use on a day debate or you kind of default to if you
2: can? Uh, uh, X-Ways will be my sort of standard forensics tool um, yeah. if I'm to, I do hmm. stuff. I don't have to, because I don't do a lot of normal casework these days, so I, I, I honestly haven't used... Um, any of the mainline mobile tools in anger for a number of versions now to to my um to my shame honestly because i should try and k- touch base with them a bit more but the the the, <laughs> the 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 stuff that's open on my on my laptop when i'm working most often will be python uh, some mm-hmm. some coding environment some ide um And a lot of times an IDE for another language as well, not because I'm writing code in that language, but because I'm reading code in that language. So a lot Mm -hmm. of the reverse engineering stuff I'm doing, um, uh, I don't necessarily, um, uh, I'm not necessarily trying to reverse engineer dynamic code so much, um, if I can avoid it. So interacting with a device, looking at the changes, uh, working Mm out how that's represented in the data, um, because so much of the stuff that we so much of the stuff now is open source. Um, I'll just go and read the code that, that created it. Yeah. And that, I think that's a, a massive um, reason to learn to code that is often overlooked when people are, are talking about why in digital forensics you should learn to code. Yes, automating mm-hmm. stuff is amazing. Um, and you yeah. definitely should... Um, build your own stuff because it puts you back in touch with the, the the data that maybe sometimes the tools abstract you from these days. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great way to, to, to get back in touch with that. But uh, learning to code means that you learn to read code and reading other languages is a lot easier than learning other languages. So um, I can't write C++ for Toffee. Like I wouldn't even know where to start, um, but I can read it pretty Pretty easily, um, you know, once you understand a couple of things about addresses and references that are a bit bit weird, it's fine. So, like, for example, all the work that I did with um, the Chrome um, file formats, all of that stuff with IndexedDB and uh, the web storage stuff, all of those um, scripts I put out, that's all based on work, not where I've been generating code, uh, generating data haphazardly to try and test certain things. I just read the C plus code that's yeah. that creates all that data, and then I validated yeah. my understanding by creating code based, creating data based on that idea. Um, so, an IDE in many different languages is probably my most used tool, yeah. and code search on GitHub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, and, and rabbit and rabbit
0: hole, <laughs> and rabbit hole. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, you, I, I completely understand that, and I, I would very much. Do echo that kind of encouraging people to learn to code and, and yeah. kind of or just to, to understand the code and what it's doing or what it's trying to do um i mean similarly to you when, when i was doing some of the um realm database uh, realm yeah. db uh, reverse engineering that i did with um uh, lady from uh, the netherlands um a lot of that on github all of the realm db stuff is all in c yeah. um and so kind of trying to not just break down the Realm database and kind of reverse engineer it, but also going back into the C++ side of things on GitHub to understand why it's calling certain things and why it's doing certain yes. things. And like you, I can't write C++. So I have no idea <laughs> no, no, no. how to do it. But it was so useful um, being able to go in and just kind of look and kind of go, okay, what is this actually trying yes. to do? What am I looking at? Um, and trying to interpret it in some yeah. way And yeah, so so, yeah, I would very much echo what you say to anyone, anyone out there who's kind of, you know, thinking about kind of it, doing anything it, with, with reverse engineering.
2: It, it, it gives you certainty, which is something that I think um, if you look back across the last, I'll say, 14 years, because that's how long I've been involved. Um, if you look back halfway back there, you have a lot of people putting blogs out, which is which are based upon. I've looked at this stuff and I'm pretty certain this is what I'm seeing because I've done extensive testing, but you can never have complete test coverage. So being able to have that actual certainty and say, I know it works this way because the code says it works this way is really, really useful. And and there's a lot of places where we can do that now, anything to do with Android system artifacts, anything to do with Chrome, Chromium and therefore a wealth of other applications. Um, I've done a lot of work on um, uh, Telegram as well, which is mm. um, uh, <laughs> uh,
0: not is the, the, for anyone who's listening to this. The, the facial expression <laughs> is a picture. It's not, it's not my happy place. I have to tell you,
2: uh, <laughs> leaving aside the fact that it's in Java, which is not what I'd rather be reading. But um, Java is it's, it's it's certainly implemented. Differently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're being diplomatic. I'm sure there are reasons for it. But, but in, in the case, in the case of, uh, just taking that a step further in terms of looking at the code and understanding mm-hmm. it, in the case of the way that we're dealing with a lot of Telegram data, we've actually taken it a step further um, because it's a nightmare to try and maintain parity with the uh, original code. So we just use sections of their code. To process Telegram data, yeah. um, we can the code for reading all of the various interesting serialization formats that they use is, is there. So we um, uh, we make use of that code. We re-serialize it as a more usable format, and then our processing scripts works works on the on the processed version of that instead. Yeah. Um, so we have even nice. more certainty there because we're, we're actually using the the code. And,
1: and I think that's the most important part. Is if you've got to present your findings at court, having it's not good enough. So I'm pretty sure this is, yep. you, you know, you you need that certainty, which is what you get from code. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, that, I, I love that kind of reusing some of the original yeah code as well. well, well when, I was, when, I was build, when I was
1: building
2: <laughs> I the um uh, the ABX stuff. uh the Android binary XML stuff. I want. It was really difficult to have controlled test data because you were never quite sure what the original data going in was. So similarly, in mm-hmm. that case, I, I took chunks of uh, that part of Android. I monkey patched out the the bits that called out further than it needed to, uh, and then I I had a I created a program which would take XML and convert it to ABX, and then I I, I yeah. knew that when I was converting it back, it was being converted back correctly because. I had my input as well. So I was able yeah. to validate my own script in that way. Um, because I, I although I, I, read the code and I understood the code, I didn't have decent test data. I had, well, no, that's not true. I had really good test data and it was provided by Josh and, and Alexis, but I didn't have control data. So, yeah. um, you know, if I'm putting something out for other people to use, I, I want to be, I want to have that level of confidence if at all possible, um, and
0: like- so, so, so you mentioned the the, the, the binary XML and, and the FBX kind of side of things, and your collaboration effectively with with Josh and and Alexis. So, I mean, how, how did that all kind of come about? I mean, what kind of prompted all of that work to kind of?
2: Kick- um, <laughs> uh, Josh had been talking to Alexis about it. Um, a day had passed, and they hadn't got a concrete answer yet. Um, Alexis put out a tweet i was not drunk but <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I had been drinking I, and i usually try and separate um i try i try i try not to do forensic stuff outside of work hours if if possible uh, i used yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't drink and differ <laughs> I, I i used to um but i've, I've got a, a a three-year-old child and uh and I don't, I don't have much free <coughs> time to myself anymore. And so yeah. um, I, I end up doing musical or playing computer games usually uh, if I actually have time to. Mm-hmm. Well. But this was a binary serialization format, mm-hmm. and that's, mm-hmm. that might not be many people's jam. But that's 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 really what I like. File, like I said, I really like file formats. Um, and even like like I was I was there on my phone, sort of trying to zoom in on the on the hex view, the screenshot that Joshua put up. Uh, by, okay. So I got got another beer and and uh, and some pretzels and um, and it was and by that point it was bra- and, and by that point it was bravado because because uh, because you know, my response to, to Alexis asking Do you know how this works?" was not yet. So by that point, it was, it was it was pure bravado that I was like, okay, well that's yeah. that's speed run reverse engineering, basically. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was it, it was easy easy to do in in a night. Most of the work, anyway, because it was um, once you found the, the part of the Android source code which governed this data, you could quite quickly yeah. read it and and understand it and. Um, Tra- uh, translate it or um transliterate it to, to python essentially um mm. and only at that point i only had one file to test against but by the end of the evening i could decode that file into something that looked correct um and then yeah. i held off releasing it for uh, uh and i'm sure at um alexis uh despair because he wanted to get it into uh, his tools as soon as possible uh, because i didn't have that control data and um yeah. and getting that control data meant i had to write java and i wasn't doing that drunk <laughs> or, or, it's hard enough to do that or or, 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 or or to be honest willingly time for me to get around to that um yeah and, and yeah so uh, christmas passed and then i was like okay right i really really should do this so it's sort of first Day back after the Christmas break, I was like, okay, "All right, let's just nail this down so that I can um, say that this is done." Um, mm-hmm. And in the meantime, uh, Josh and Alex have been um, uh, sort of drip feeding me some more test data, um, which was really, really useful because it was just showing that everything was working as it should do, uh, and also mm-hmm. that some stuff wasn't working because I got a. Um, uh, I, I said to Alexa, "You can use it. Have access to the private repository." Don't publish it yet because I don't think it's right yet. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he got it to crash, which is great. I like crashes. It's it's um, it's why I say don't silence exceptions in your code. Um, yeah. the, I, I think there is a, just as a sign. I think there's a tendency with people putting out in the and probably another community as well, but I'm exposed to it in the DF community. People tend to wrap a lot of things in tries, like big chunks of code in tries, and my plea would be to those people, let your code crash. If something is wrong, please don't silence those exceptions. Uh, because that's where you end up with either stuff not getting processed and you don't know, or stuff getting processed wrongly. I'd rather I'd rather that my code crashes and I can fix the problem. Um, so you he, here's, here's my, here's my plea to people doing Python and districts, try blocks, no more than three lines preferably only one line. Two, two, two is okay. But
0: yeah, rather than like,
2: here's a, here's a new software yeah, program. Try in one big yeah, trial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't crash. You're right. Doesn't crash. It will never crash. Um, <laughs> but you also don't know when it goes wrong. So uh, that would be, that would be my yeah. plea. But yeah, he got he got, it, he got yeah. it to crash with some test data. Um, so we had uh, a bit of. Back and forth, um, trying to work out why, um, which then spurred me on to, to create the control data to really understand what was going on, um, and uh, yeah, we we got we got to a point where we had, I think, one to one parity with the with the with the Android source more or less, um, at least, um, yes. certainly for the stuff that we're likely to encounter and anything that we encounter outside of that, it will crash <laughs> <laughs> because I put, I put I, <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing exceptions, raise, sorry. I keep saying throwing exceptions. You don't throw exceptions in Python. You raise them. It's much more civilized. Um, yeah. So, so that, that was, that was really good. Uh, and then I obviously write it up so people can understand what's going on. And I also published the code to generate your own test data as well. If people wanted to do that, so the, the Java app, that um, that I use to create my control data. That's that's on the repository as well, so yeah, people can make use nice. of that. And that meant that um, the Leap series of tools had support for ABX um, before any of the commercial tools did.
1: Yeah, which is brilliant.
0: So, yeah, it was really really cool just kind of seeing that come out. And, yeah, <laughs> I bet you must have been a proud man. Yeah, kind of go, oh,
2: yeah, cool. yeah. I mean, And, that, and that, that's 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 really great because I I think traditionally I've actually been historically pretty bad at collaboration like i've put a lot of stuff out but i haven't really collaborated within the community and that's kind of a, something that i've sort of reflected on the last sort of 12 18 months especially is that i was putting a lot of stuff out but not really taking stuff back or working with people yeah. so that's something I'm, I'm definitely um uh trying to get better at we um my colleague was at one of the open source forensics digital forensics uh, conferences, remote ones. Uh, and mm. he was looking at all these people presenting, I think Alexis was, was one of them probably. And, uh, mm. he sort of went and looked at all of their, um, their projects. And like 80% of them were using our code. And I was yeah. like, I feel like I, sh- I should be more involved in these sorts of projects because, um, it's great that people are using our code, but, uh, I should be talking to these people, and making sure that it's doing what it needs to be doing, and, and improving upon it. Yeah. Um. Because uh, our um, binary plist. Um,
1: I think that's the first one I told Alexis yeah. about. Is I actually linked out to it for your code. So That's probably where it started. Yeah.
2: I mean, that that that, that loads of that that's if you if you search ccl underscore bp list across GitHub, a lot of yeah. um, projects are using it. Um. M- more for the uh, it's binary plists are supported in um, in Python's library now but the ns archiver unpacking stuff isn't um and so a lot of that's been used there um and yeah so it, it kind of made me realize that the the impact can be better if you collaborate a little bit more um, yeah uh, so trying to get more of those sort of things outside and, and luckily ccr are really happy for us to be doing open source stuff um they see that it's um management see that it's important that given that we take so much from open source across everything that we do, it's important yeah. that we're putting stuff back out there and whether that's, um, uh, fixing stuff in, in other tools or, um, or putting, putting our tooling out there as well. That's, that's really important. Yeah. That's
0: I, I yeah, I like that kind of people recognizing, like your managers recognizing that kind of, you can't just take, you yeah. kind of got to give back as well. And yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of the stuff we do on the show is all about, is trying to encourage people to kind of get involved in that community and share knowledge, yeah. share expertise, share code, contribute, I um, mean, the, the, the kind of chat we had with Andrew Ruthman um, about GitHub and, and kind of Alexis about kind of Python and some of the work he's been doing, just trying to get people to, even if they can't code, just to kind of get involved and just to kind of get used to kind of contributing and going, oh, there's a spelling error here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. even simple things. Yeah, I mean, like the, the
2: f- so, first pull request I got for um, for the uh, the Chrome stuff was a spelling mistake in the readme, and <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's an easy one for me to for me to. Uh, yeah. to merge. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, if, if, if you're if you're listening um, and, and you still haven't yet. Get involved. Get get on those repos. Get start getting learned to GitHub. I I I, I GitHubed in anger at Christmas. Yeah, I said I would. I did. <laughs> I started learning. I, I went on Andrew's uh, like practice kind of play playground kind of um, repository and stuff. And and the same day I, I kind of I, I did pull requests and stuff for it. Um, made some changes. And same day he got back to me did some merges. It was kind of like yeah, yeah. cool. Um, and he encouraged me to. To break some stuff for other people to then fix, when they when very sad, very satisfying. Um... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it felt wrong actually. I was like, I was purposely doing spelling mistakes and things like that. And I was just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to
1: yeah. do this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've,
2: I've, I've written some incredibly devious uh, Python code that, that intentionally breaks stuff in 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 the past. It's good. It's good fun. Python's very permissive <laughs> in terms of what you can do with stuff that makes it behaving in weird ways. Um, and I lo- I love all that stuff. It it, it it is it a feature is it a bug it, should people be doing it probably not but it's 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 fun that it has all of that all of that um permissiveness in it. Yeah. For sure,
1: nice. Yes. It's a bit like uh, Alexis's favourite picture of the pigeon Fly as a helicopter.
0: Every time I think of that picture, I've just got this kind of like sound effect yeah. in my head. Just like that. <laughs> every time I see it. Oh, I? <laughs> oh. um, awesome. Well, I did, I'm I'm, I'm going to say my favourite line, unconscious of time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but I don't want you to uh, get away without telling us a little bit about your music mm-hmm. background, because um, you're you're in a band, aren't you? Well, uh,
2: but my my my, or uh, yeah, my, 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 de- my degree is in music. It's not it's not a technical t- degree, um, <laughs> yeah. but I've always said music is, is just applied maths anyway. So, um, <laughs> but t- t- to be t- to be clear, uh, my my degree is in music, but I first programmed when i was six so i mean I've, I've been involved in that side of things as well so it was one of those situations where the degree ended up being the hobby and then the hobby ended up being the the job um yeah. <laughs> in, in fact, like... it, uh, it was because i was in a band um uh with someone who all those years ago was leaving ccl um to mm-hmm. go work in that london and um he said to me they haven't applied for, they haven't posted the jobs yet but i think you'll probably be good at this so um if you wanted to apply before before they get the, the the stuff out then then you should so i did um uh my original plan was to be a music teacher in a school actually um so that that, that kind of did <laughs> um it's very uh, <laughs> yeah um Although I still get to do training, so that kind of scratches that itch a little bit. Yeah, so, so I, I applied, um, I went to the interview, the people that interviewed me um, saw that I had a music degree, and then what I wanted to talk about was new wave punk and jazz, which is fine, um, because I have a music degree, so I could talk about that. It's a good thing they didn't ask me about forensics, because I didn't really know anything. Uh, and that's just kind of, as, as, as the person that interviewed me later told me he just liked the cut of my jib, so they gave me a job. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Brilliant. And, uh, and the rest, as they say, is, is history. But yeah, my, uh, yes, I, I have, ever since I was uh, 11, played in bands, um, uh, progressively heavier and shoutier bands. Um, and the current one is quite heavy and shouty. I'll send, you, I'll send you. I'll send you. I'll send you a, send you a link. Um,
0: please do. And uh, please do. If you're happy for us to share it oh, on the of course. The, the comments uh, what sort of yeah.
2: what sort of band member would I be if I wouldn't take every opportunity to plug my band?
0: Exactly. Exactly. So that kind of like. Oh, by the way. <laughs> but uh,
2: a lot of what I do. I um, a lot of what I do now is uh, at home. At least as uh, since the hang This is this is this is this is my current baby. Uh, we just get it from.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, I'm excited. I'm
2: excited. What is it? So this, is, this is one of my current.
0: Friends. Oh my gosh, that is a lot of cables.
2: Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. Oh. But you can see, you see how this might appeal to someone who likes reverse engineering stuff, right?
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I can. So
2: that's that's okay. one, that's, one um, of my, that's that's my
0: modular setup. I have uh, a lot of um, synths. <laughs> um, <laughs> For anyone for anyone listening rather than watching, just explain to us what we're seeing. <laughs> so
2: this is a relatively small modular synth setup. Um, so um, whereas most synths that you would buy, um, you, you press a key and then it makes a but it makes a sound, and then you turn the knobs mm. to change the sounds. What's actually happening there is you've got multiple different aspects. You've got something that creates a sound. You have something which changes the brightness of the sound, the, the volume of the sound. You have then ways of Changing that brightness and um, and uh, volume of the sound, and they are um, pre-wired inside the synth to connect up in a logical yeah. way. In modular, you get to connect them however you want. It looks like an old
0: telephone switchboard. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um,
2: yeah. So this is this is. Um, I use this either to make weird, unpopular ambient music or weird, and popular techno. Um, either, either is fine. I don't even know what this patch is. I did, I did, I did, I did this I ages that. ago. What is it? Uh, it looks like it's probably, a drum patch?
0: Maybe? I don't know. I love that you can
1: just look at all these cables.
0: I mean, it looks like it's some kind of bomb you need to diffuse or something. Yeah. It's just it's, It can, it can yeah. sound
2: like that. Um, yeah i have i have a lot of of uh, of of synths now and uh one of my alter egos is as a uh a, a synthfluencer on uh, on youtube synth right. so I, I, so <laughs> along with uh, along with the digital forensics and the shouty stuff i'm also a very softly spoken um synth instructor if you like on on,
1: on YouTube, <laughs> that's amazing on youtube as well <laughs> so that's,
2: that's that's my other alter ego um
0: Please share a link with that as well. Do you, want, do you want unpopular uh,
2: yeah. ambient or unpopular techno? I, I can give you both. Yeah. Both. <laughs>
0: both, yeah, both, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, I, yeah. Sure, I, I love it. I think that's really cool. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> I, want, I want to hear it in action. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, okay.
2: I'll, I'll send you one each of of, of the modular doing unpopular techno or unpopular ambient. Nice,
0: nice. Would would it be upsetting if we ended up making it popular? Would it be like? Would would that just like grate a little
2: bit? I mean, I mean, it's imp- it's it, it, it's it's all very niche, and uh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, it, I think you struggle. I, I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps it perhaps <laughs> will appeal to the digital forensics world.
0: Um, Who knows? I'm going to am going to try and listen to it when I'm working. Then, and have it on. The back I'll, I'll
2: I'll send you a, a 27 minute long drone piece then. In which case,
0: do it, do it. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to accept the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. It's when I it's when I come back on the next episode and I've got twitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's done things yeah. to me. Um, <laughs> so, so the the shouty band. What's the band called? Uh, the band's
2: called Long Fall Boots. And if you get the reference, you get um, nerd points. But uh, Long Fall Boots.
0: It's pretty more. neat. It's pre-
2: it's pretty niche. Um, uh, it so it comes from if you played the video game Portal. You've seen the video game portal? Yeah, yes. You know how you yeah. don't make, you don't take fall damage? Oh, the, uh, the, the, the kind of,
0: yeah. The, you don't take yes. fall damage
2: because you are wearing long, full boots.
0: And that's where that came uh, from. Yeah. Cause they're kind of those um springy yeah. kind of things. And like,
2: yeah, I, the, the, ba- the band, the band, the band wasn't it. meant to, to happen. It was only, it came about because my other band's practice got canceled. Um, and I just got together with um, uh, the drummer Ben and we, Wrote an EP in an evening, and we're like, Oh, that's that's fun. Perhaps, perhaps when we, get, <laughs> when we get a moment, we'll um, we'll record it. And uh, and then sort of slowly it became the main band. Um, got practice tonight actually. So looking forward to nice. that. I have to, I have to tell you, after, after the the time off from everything, uh, that everyone stopped <laughs> seeing people, and then
1: yeah,
2: and the, the other bit of time off that just happened over Christmas because. No one was seeing people. Uh, the 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 muscle memory comes back pretty quickly, but I can the, the shouting, the that my, my voice is not up to it anymore. I've spent spent almost two years talking very quietly almost all of the time, and now trying to sing loudly is a real struggle. I'll get, I'll get. I'll
0: get. <laughs> I really want to hear it now. So I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll send I'm you doing. the links. Thank you, thank you. Um, and I lo- I do love the reference. I do like the portal games and yeah. stuff. Yep. So um, yeah, very cool. I like it. Um, I must confess that when, when my brother was, at my, my brother's a couple of years older than me, but when he was at uni, he got really into his music and he bought a four-track. Yeah. Um, uh, and I remember there was one, one summer when he came back from uni um, and I mean, we both, both played guitar and stuff uh, and we wrote uh, an album together and recorded it on this four-track. It is awful. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, it's on a CD. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually, and there's album art and everything. And it's, uh, I'm so proud of it, but it's terrible. Um, and it's like one of the best, worst experiences of my life. <laughs> yes, that, that, that's a good way could, of describing. Could, music, we so. it? could we hear, yeah. could we listen to a little bit about the next podcast? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, that might be something where I have to get drunk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, you know what I'm like, if I get drunk I'll be like, yeah, I'll play it, fine there, there, must, there must be a Chew in
2: the Fat drinking game that you can devise so that you can get drunk throughout the episode and then work up the courage
0: by the end Maybe I mean, yeah. we've I mean, we only got three episodes after this one left for this series um, so maybe on the last one we'll have to do it as a bit of a drinking game yeah. when we record it yeah. Do it live as well yeah. yeah, well we are planning to do a live one aren't Yeah we? So uh, yeah, in June. Yes, that's gonna be exciting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we do need to come up with a drinking game. I quite yeah. like that. I like it. every
2: time you're conscious of time, do a shot. Yeah, would <laughs> uh, he, <he'd> be <laughs> yeah, i will be a be floor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna to have to get that on a T-shirt. I'm you are. Yeah. That's a merch <laughs> idea, isn't it? I'm conscious of time. Yeah, yeah, or a <laughs> mug or something. Yeah, or both. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, wrapping wrapping things up. Uh, um, any any like quickfire like advice for any forensic noobs out there? Kind of like oh, kids, you uh, know, don't do drugs, uh, kind of thing.
2: Kids, uh, uh, open up your Chrome uh, app data folder and explore it because you will come across almost every major type of data format that you're likely to come across on the job. Um, that's something that I've been telling our new starters, um, because, uh, f- a lot of people that come out of forensic degrees have never looked at data. It feels like sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, not, not, not all people, not all graduates and not all degrees, but, um, mm. certainly, uh, going, that's a, that is a great place to encounter, most of the types of data formats you're going to find, you'll find XML in there, you'll find JSON in there, you'll find databases, you'll find LevelDB, you'll find uh, protocol buffers, you'll find th- 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 the lot. You'll find some proprietary cache yeah. formats. Mm. Grab some free tools, uh, possibly uh, grab uh, Leap as well. There That's something that processes Chrome yeah. data, for example. Yeah. Um, uh, using some excellent Python code from some guy um <laughs> uh, and and explore the data because um because you won't necessarily always get the opportunity to understand the data on that level when you're processing things through the tools uh the the, the commercial tools um yeah. but you should understand what those tools are doing
0: you should absolutely awesome tip so yeah, nice. yeah love it thank you no so much um, Alex, um it's been a pleasure. Pleasure has been thank all you. mine. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: thank you ever so much for for taking time off for us. Yeah. I mean that's yeah, that's still awesome. Um it's been it's been great having you on the show. Um and 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 also just kind of hearing all about kind of what, what you've done and kind of what you're doing and, and also the the music as well. I'm really excited to to have a listen. I can see Adam on his screen has got long full boots up. I have. Um, yeah. So yeah, guess what's happening when we tip. Stop. <laughs> 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 um, but uh, yeah, thank you ever so much. It's been it's been a pleasure. So um, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll catch up with you soon. Great. Right. See you soon. Thanks thank you. Guys. you. Well that was uh, that was Alex. Yeah, what uh, a guy. What a guy. Um great fun as always um having so many t- <laughs> so many silly things being
1: said after the recording. Yeah. <laughs> Go- going but, but Alex did make a good point point. you did start the recording with the best words. I did. Yeah. I did. Um yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't take it back now. I, know, I, can't we can't.
0: I can't take it back. It was probably not my uh, best. Not but, my finest choice of words. Um, but I've got no regrets. But no, Alex um,
1: <laughs> has done some great work for, um, yeah. for the community. Um, like he was saying about how much his code has been reused. Um, and I've been very fortunate to, to attend one of Alex's Python classes. And, mm. yeah, the, yeah, The guy's a genius.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd love to at some point to be honest if I got the opportunity. So, yeah. um, but I'm I'm looking forward to uh, catching up with him at one of the conferences yeah. later this year, um, and 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 kind of having some of those drunken conversations and doing some drunk DFR. Yeah, drunk DFR, which um, has definitely got to be a sticker or a t shirt there. It's got to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't drink and differ. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or do drink and differ. I like yeah, whatever your preference really. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do need to have a, a, a chewing the fat drinking game. We do, we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Alex is saying about <laughs> every time I, the uh, every time I say unconscious am conscious of time. Yeah, you have to go um, shop. I'll be, i would be broken. You would be. Yeah. I would be absolutely ruined. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Uh, okay. So. Um, Alex uh, was—he's—he's uh, going to come back to us on the faux pas. Yeah, so but we did put him on the spot. We did put him on the yeah. spot a little bit. He's going to come back to us with the faux pas. So um, we're going to add his faux pas into a future episode yeah. uh, later in the series. Um, but uh, we we're going to still have faux pas, albeit uh, one of our own. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So let's <laughs> let's do the faux pas ah. segment. <laughs> <laughs> Back and we're back again. And we're back again. I still, I'm still not used to all this
1: recording stuff. So no. yeah, it still throws me every single time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably never going to get used to it. No. I didn't realize Alex has done loads of editing on his YouTube channel, oh, so yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah we'll, so. so maybe I'll, I'll send him the files after this. And maybe he could do it for us. Yeah, yeah. I'd have no doubt he'd do
0: a better job. Probably so. you're no, good. no, you do an amazing job. Yeah, I have every faith in you. I
1: like do normally it. have a toddler. Asking me if I'm talking to boring people. <laughs> if you're talking to me, then yeah. <laughs> but that's what you thinks
0: my job is. Well, I mean, in a way. Yeah. Um, in a way. Although, I, <laughs> Actually, I'm going to get in trouble if I go down that route, so yeah. uh, I'm going to stop talking. Um, so, forensic faux pas. Ah, yeah. <laughs> As I say, uh, Alex is going to come back to us with uh, another faux pas, um, uh, another time. Um, but just kind of um as 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 another kind of uh, kind of slotting in i'm not going to kind of say specifically who this relates to mm-hmm. uh, i'm going to keep it anonymized but it does relate to um a circumstance which maybe some of you've come across i don't know yeah. um i don't know if you've you've come you, you know what it's going to be but have you have you kind of come across anything similar to that yes yeah yeah, yeah. okay so it's okay Cool, cool. Um, so, so if you do, if this does sound familiar, then um, I, yeah, I hope you get a bit of a snigger out of it. But um, a a digital forensics laboratory will remain unnamed. Um, uh, I, I am aware of circumstances where. Um, someone was having trouble with their tableaus. So tableau write blockers via hard drives with, um, I mean, you should be doing it anyway, but with ISO 17.025, doing your validation verification. Make sure that's working. Make sure it's all working. Make sure it is doing what it says um, it should do. Um, And going around, uh, these individuals going around doing their um, verification of uh, their tableaus, get with a hard drive, plugging them in, um, and they come to their first one Plug it in. Absolutely nothing. Nothing appears no. on the Windows. Nothing is popping up. There's no kind of. You usually get that kind of pop up with kind of like this drive needs formatting or See, something. Yeah. All that kind of nonsense. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. You, not even it was a it was a physical disk. Yeah, spinning disk. Not even a word. Nothing at all. Yeah. So this kind of initial thought was this one might be broken. Yeah, tableau down. Good thing we've been validating this. Yeah. Um, move over to the next machine. Try that one. Nothing again. The chances. What, what is wrong with <laughs> these tableaus? What is going on? Yeah. You know, these were working absolutely fine, like, the day before. before. So, um, so I mean, I'm informed that this happened for a number of machines to the point where the lab started panicking in a kind of, what's happened? Have we had, like, a power surge or something knocked them all out? Have yeah. kind of, we got a dodgy batch? What's going well, on? Are they functioning in tableaus? How are we going to work? Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do? Um, I mean, you could just fall back to Linux, but I'm just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, what they're going to do? And so they uh, they kind of start having a bit of a head scratch and a bit of a meeting about this. Um, and then one of the the other examiners comes into the into the lab, um, asks what's going on, and they, they're informed. They say, "Oh, are you sure? Get hard drive. Let me just check. Walk over. Plug in Tableau." <laughs> turn tableau on
1: <laughs> drive spins up and it's detected <laughs> so turning the tableau on fixed it that little on button by the t- on the tableau you kind of have to press it yeah <laughs>
0: they nearly got rid of all of their tableaus nice. and spent a load of money buying new ones because they forgot to turn them the on yes.
1: simple mistakes <laughs> we've all made them we have we yeah. have um
0: but yeah, I, I, I always chuckle when I hear things like that. <laughs> Actually, saying that, I just remember I did have something like that in class the other day um, when we were doing uh, some computer forensic, uh, capturing computer evidence training yep. using FTK and similar like that with, with write blockers and we've got a Tableau, we've got Weaver Tech um, and one of the students was like, I, "It's not detecting this. I think it was a USB drive or something. Yeah. Um, it's not being detected. It's not. It's not working. I can't. I can't see it. I can't see it in FTK." And I came up, It must have been late in the day or something. And I was looking at it. and That is really weird. Maybe try shutting down FTK and firing it back. Yeah. I hadn't realised they hadn't plugged in the USB cable for the right blocker. <laughs> I was just looking at it. The power light was on. Yeah, it was well, you, turned but, up, but you it was... never
1: suspect the simplest things. I, I remember helping a customer troubleshoot a, a kiosk, and I think me and my colleague had been on a on a conference call with with them for about an hour. Mm. And what it rolled down to is the Ethernet cable wasn't plugged in. <laughs> But did we ask that question first? <laughs> no. No. People complain about yeah.
0: support going, have you tried turning it off and on again? Yeah. Have you tried this? Have you tried that? And going, yes, I've tried all the basics. But there's a reason why they yeah, have to go through exactly. that. Exactly. Eh, sometimes <laughs> they get missed. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, there we go. Um, there is our forensic faux pas. And with that, the conclusion of yeah, this Episode month, 10, 9. Episode yeah. 9. Um, so watch this space for episode ten. I imagine we'll be recording that relatively soon. Actually, we will be we yeah, a bit behind just, yeah, on our nice schedule, um, but we hope you've enjoyed it. Um, uh, thank you again to Alex for yeah. for giving us the time uh, and, and kind of spending all that time with us, t- talking about everything that he has. Um, yeah, and really Alex is. Sent us some links to share, so um, he has. He's we'll share shared. them as normal. We shall, we shall indeed. Um, and as always, we'll put all of the news articles that we talked about, they'll all go into the comments and everything like that. Um, as always, if you've got any thoughts, comments, feedback, whatever, uh, faux pas, yeah. anything you'd like, uh, please do send them in to us. Um, I, I can't I, remember the email. Address <laughs> <me again. either>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, what we, we need fil- to do fill is some put time in this image th- behind us yeah. for people on YouTube that they'd be able to see it
0: yeah that's true and then we could just read it off the screen we, we could do yeah. Um, yeah I need you to do some filler like while I kind of find this uh, while we uh, remember the the uh, Gmail account again yep yeah. 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 Uh, nearly there it's loading it's loading podcast.ctf at gmail.com oh. there we go smooth <laughs> as anything <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, and on that note, <laughs> it's uh, goodbye from us, I think. Yeah. And um, wish everyone a wonderful new year, because ne- the last pod was last year, wasn't it? That's true, yeah. yeah. Happy 2020, 2022. Yeah, and today, the day
0: we're recording, is 222222. Two, 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 two. Oh, Oh. Sec- yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's creepy. It is. <laughs> we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye.